Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle Krabs and chris schubert we're from the draft network we're brought to you by bet online the number one spot for all your sports wagering information and needs they've got everything major league baseball the nfl all the leagues nhl nba golf combat sports esports vegas casino games in-game betting they have it all Check it out. It's a super easy-to-use website that's available for you on your desktop or your mobile device, and here's a great deal. Sign up today. You get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. It's been online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Monday to you. These are all bad today. Mock draft Monday. There it is. As a Picking matter it up. of fact. Um Lemon Meringue Pie Day is not a bad call for what it's worth. <laughs> that was one of the leaders in the clubhouse, but I was just like, these all are bad. Uh, yeah, so happy Mock Draft Monday. Keith Sanchez, Mock Draft 1.0 for 2023. We had some new names and some new pairings and is is customary here on Draft Dudes when the Draft Network drops a mock. We're going to talk about it. Uh, constructive criticism, pieces of inspiration, you name it. And that's what we're going to do today here on the show. Chris, hello. How are you? Uh, could be better, gentlemen. Could be better. But, uh, you know, can't complain. It's a Monday. We're doing a mock draft Monday. And uh, here we are. Uh, uh, I think, relatively speaking, we got good news about Zach Wilson this weekend, though. Um, your definition of good news and my definition of good news are very different things. But yes, it is. he's going to play this season. So that is a step in the right direction. <laughs> the alternative was he wasn't going to play this season. So I think that's good news. And, Again, we and, have a different definition of good, but yes, he's going to play this season, so we are happy. And Dwayne Brown signed. Although I, I do think that will be, I know we're not talking about the Jets today, but um, we might with their, their mock draft <laughs> selection, but I am interested to see what the revelation that Dwayne Brown is playing left tackle and now George Fant going back to right tackle with George Fant in a contract year after playing well left tackle. I am very interested to see how that progression takes place uh, for the New York Jets. We will see. I am largely flying blind. Uh, I went to the back end of the mock to share Keith's mock and share a few picks that I liked in the 20s, but I left it all blank in between <laughs> because I liked the uh, the spont- spontaneity that came when Chris and I went through uh, Dame's mock last week, and I was flying blind. So, Joe, I don't know how many of these picks you've read. Uh, help me out. A lot, a little, a few. All. Clearly, I don't have the same discipline that you did because when I saw it oh. tweeted out this morning at eight, I had to I had to load it up and see what Keith put together. And so, uh, I I might try to do that in the future. Um, but you know, you see a mock draft from Keith and the Draft Network. I got to get into that immediately. So, might be on the uh, ruining the spontaneity. But that's kind of what I've done, right? Like that's kind of my role here. I kind of yeah, spoiled welcome back. The, yeah, you know. 
thief of joy over here, which Correct. Kyle would not appreciate because that's Curmudgeon an Joe Marino. Yeah, you know me. Hey, by the way, what do you think it's like to be an AFC East team that lost your preseason opener this weekend? Could not be anybody on this call. Could not be us. <laughs> no idea know. what that feels like. I don't, don't know. know what it feels like. I don't know. And okay. the, the last two Patriots fans that listen to this podcast, they're gone. They're, they're out. Yeah, they and just that shut it down. That's that okay. We'll probably have nice things to say about their pick. So let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into the Keith Sanchez mock point. Uh, oh, pick yes. number three is where I'd like to start. Great. Yeah, because we stay chalk through one and two, right? We've kind yeah. of we've kind yeah. of talked about through each one of these. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Will Anderson and Jalen Carter are the first two pit. And sure enough, here we are. I got to stop you there because I heard you. I heard you, Kyle. I heard you. Joe's going to do a mock draft and say something along the lines of, if the Houston Texans are picking one, that means Davis. Tell me wrong. You're not wrong. You're not, <laughs> you're not. I felt seen. I felt seen. And now I'm in a bind because now I can't do that. You know what I mean? You can. And so you can. You're just going to get ripped to shreds. You have next week. <laughs> I don't. I'd soon. I don't know when it is. I think it might soon. be next week. But uh, yeah, so that was definitely my plan. And, you know, Kyle, Kyle had me read. He had me read uh, very, very well. Um so we'll have to come up with something else or don't. I don't know. But yeah, number three, what? We got the Bears, Ohio State receiver, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. What Chris, you most people probably open this up and say, Yeah, that makes sense. What's the uh what's the big surprise element for you? Did did you watch the Bears preseason game over the weekend? It doesn't I matter. Did. No. Yes. It I doesn't did. matter. It doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to if he doesn't have time to throw the ball to him. <laughs> does not matter. This well. is the um this is the Penny Sewell, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow meme from before the draft in 2021, where it was like option A and it's Joe Burrow with Penny Sewell and like the ball's incompleted. And then it's option B is Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase downfield and like a generic create a player offensive lineman in front of him and he's getting sacked. Yeah, it's sure. just like you, you're damned couple, if you do and you're damned if you don't. I and then, of course, of Joe Burrow has to do that all the way to the AFC champion or to the Super Bowl, excuse me, right? Which right, but I'm it's not the counting meme. on it's the that. spirit of the meme, right? No, I, I hear you, count. but like you hate that it that played out like that because it ruined the meme. You know what I mean? I have I have issues with the meme and the comparison in general. One, do not feel comfortable saying Justin Fields is Joe Burrow. Two, don't feel comfortable saying Jackson Smith and Jigba is Jamar Chase. Three, don't feel comfortable that there's a Penny Sewell type right now in the early stages of the 2023 Gosh. NFL yeah. draft cycle. Chris coming in over the top with the reason, like grounding us. Didn't have to be this literal. It was just the proverbial. I'm I'm just saying I appreciate it, but there's it's not an apple. I'll see myself out. It's fine. I'll see myself (laughs) out. Can I turn my camera off with with our new recording setup? Is that a thing that I can continue to do? Or I prefer you not until we test it off air and we know if it's able to work. (laughs) Mahalo, mahalo. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, Jackson Jackson at three. him being wide receiver one, I think, is going to be predicated around him having a repeat campaign of what he had last year, right? And I know we did a takes on takes on Friday that said, you know, one of these other guys might come out of nowhere at Ohio State and end up outproducing Jackson Smith and Jigba, especially because he's the one now, as compared to being the three and the attention that that'll command from opposing defenses. I don't know. All I know is if you're going to pick a wide receiver and you want good route running ability, you want reliable hands and plus ball skills and a productive player, Jackson Smith and Jigba is a good place to start. Now, there's questions about the ceiling of that being a top three pick, but hey, we're going to reunite a guy with his college quarterback. I can get behind it. 
I, I just wish there was a tackle. Like I, the, my, I get hung up because I'm like, oh, I hear you, Chris. I just don't know what tackle to give him. I don't. Jalen Duncan. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> three too high. Jalen Duncan. It's three. Two, I did him today, man. I'm like, okay, this guy looks like he's pretty special. Got all he checks a lot of boxes. Very controlled athlete. A lot of power. A lot of length. A lot of size. Not sure what's not to like, but um, you. I think you might get lit on fire if you did that because I don't think people know enough about how good of a prospect Jalen Duncan well, is. Hey, Joe. The the I'm glad you mentioned Jalen Duncan and the um. The the parallel that I thought of, we watched him with our, like our TDN staff film review on Friday. Oh, I hate that I missed that. Yeah, I hate you missed it too. But I came away with a he's he's different from an athlete and a size perspective than what Jedrick Wills is. But you think about Jedrick Wills, and remember you watched Jedrick Wills the summer before the big step forward year. And it was like, if he gets his hand strikes right, but like the base is really, really good. Mm-hmm. His ability to frame blocks is really good. I saw it kind of got that same vibe for Jalen Duncan, where there's some strike timing stuff where he's kind of two hand punching. And I'd like to see a little bit more independent variance and mm-hmm. a little bit better timing, but his ability to pass set at 325, <laughs> 330 pounds, outstanding angular sets, short sets, vertical mm-hmm. sets, like you name it. And he frames really, really well. So that's kind of the the place that when we did that that team film study watching Jalen Duncan was like, yeah, this this coming back to the strikes the same way it keeps bringing me back to what Joe had to say about Jedrick Wills before Jedrick Wills became Jedrick Wills. It's a good way to put it. It's a really good way to put it. Um, maybe he can get there. I mean, Andrew Thomas was the number five pick in the draft, Kyle. Right, you know, like, I I think that, that he's going to be a top fifteen player for me when we oh. set our our boards, and he's probably yeah. going to be tackle one. Oh, I can me. tell you for sure he's OT one, and because I, I I think I've done the tackles now, and he's he's OT one comfortably for me with you all so, the way on that. Uh, so I'm glad we invested all this time talking about Jalen Duncan, who by the way Keith shamefully left out of. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I just control F'd his name in the mock. He didn't make the cut. So you spelled Jalen well, right because we'll there's like 85 ways you could spell that, right? <laughs> okay. Um, how about the order of the quarterbacks? So we have Bryce Young at five. Mm-hmm. We had Will Les- Levis at seven. Mm-hmm. And I believe CJ took a bit of a tumble based on the tweet that was shared, dropped to 20. And there's another quarterback in between. Oh, and there's somebody else in here. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, nine to the Commanders, whose uniforms the uniforms looked a lot better than I thought in that Panthers game. They looked kind of nice. But Anthony Richardson, QB Florida, top 10 pick to the Washington Commanders. Can't do it. Mm, I certainly can't. I mean, it's, it, it's a big leap. And we talked about that when Dames, right? Because Dame had Richardson as his fourth first-round quarterback. So I'm looking forward to talking to Keith and, and getting his – gauge of Richardson versus Stroud and specifically why Stroud was in line for this kind of fall. And I understand some of this has to do with you have Arizona in here and you had the Patriots in here and the Steelers in here and some of these teams that just took quarterbacks, the Raiders just gave Cara contract extension 
Uh, look at the Colts at 19. That might have been a good spot for Stroud if he fell. Houston at 18 could have been a justifiable spot. I think Minnesota at 16 certainly would have been pretty interesting. Um, so there were there were a couple places in between where I think you you could have slotted C.J. Stroud. I'm interested in hearing what Keith's mentality is because I certainly would have had C.J. Amidst the questions that he has, he's still a raw passer. I, I would have had him coming off the board before 20. So you mentioned there was a tweet that was shared. Is it so? I, I, do I, I, I don't know if I'm up to speed on this. Is it something internal or was it? Yeah, the main account shared the link to signify Mock Draft Monday. And one of the oh. bullet points was that uh, CJ Stroud fell to 20. Gotcha. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure if there was something other than that that I should have been aware of. I'm sure there's slander out there, but that's okay. <laughs> of course, it's a mock draft. It doesn't matter if it's in August, there will be slander to follow that. How about... um? How about Jermaine Burton to the Titans at 14 that I'm sitting here scrolling through looking at? That's kind of a interesting landing spot for for Jermaine Burton amidst Tennessee's rebuilt wide receiver room, and they obviously brought in Robert Woods. Um, you like Burton that high, Joe? Uh, I, I, I don't know that I do right now. Um, I like a lot of these receivers this year. I feel like I need to get a better feel for Burton before I start projecting him as like a top 15 player. You know, we've seen receivers somewhat slide a bit in drafts lately. I mean, you talk about a CD lamb getting to like 18. Um, it, it feels rich, especially when it, I, I just feel like this class is so loaded. It feels like every day I do a receiver prospect, that's going to get a top three round grade from me. And so I don't know that. I don't know that teams are going to, Look, it's August, right? But I just I don't I don't see the value at this point in the process, to be completely I, honest with you. I I would take. I would take. Yep. If you ask me right now, Jermaine Burton would not be the first wide receiver oh. on Alabama's roster that I would take. I showed up to the party at the right time because I did Tyler Harrell today. Oh my goodness. Bro. Dude. It's amazing watching him catch the football and sometimes be like just not moving. And there are guys closing in on him. They're a couple yards away, and he takes off and separates from them instantly. I mean, this is an unreal explosive football player, and I like that he can catch the ball in stride with that speed. He's not like a tiny guy with a, with that speed dynamic. He's he makes tough catches. Like, like, dude, he's a special guy. He just has to make the resume has to expand. Right? He's got a. He's got a. He needs more show, volume. There's here's a volume. A, here, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't even think the resume has to expand. I just think it needs to get bigger. Like he can he can still do all exclusively the same things he did last year, but do it at Alabama and be a top yeah. two target on that passing offense. He's gonna go in the first round, right? If John Ross can be yeah. a top ten <laughs> pick, <laughs> lock it if in, Corey baby. Coleman can be a top <laughs> twenty pick, bro. Insane. I, I did Duncan and um, uh, Tyler Harrell this morning. Oh, Again, you had a great morning then. Oh, I did. Oh, I my did. goodness, man. The other guys I did weren't weren't bad. I did Skaronsky as well. And uh, one more player, uh, Johnson. Um, yeah, I had a good day. Uh, really got uh, Cornelius Johnson from Michigan, the wide receiver. Oh, gee. a lot of good. I'll, I'll save my questions for the staff meeting there. We're not going to do the staff meeting before the staff. You mentioned Skaronsky. Without the came staff? Off the, 
<laughs> without the staff. <laughs> you mentioned Skaronski came off the board at 16 to the Vikings mm-hmm. in Keith's mock. And I like this because he acknowledged pos- potential positional versatility. Yeah. And I think that's huge for Minnesota, who has a pretty extensive track record of drafting guys and moving them. Um, and, and I think Skaronski's a nice step in the direction of being like, a really technically sound player. And he's not a bad athlete. I just have a little no. bit of questions about his functional length on the outside. But you know, he stepped into Rayshon Slater's shoes when Slater opted out. And they they didn't experience hardly any drop-off at that specific position. And that's a testament to Skaronsky and, and how fundamentally sound he is. It's becoming a neat little pipeline uh, yeah. For Northwestern left tackle position, so I don't know who they got in the line next, but like <laughs> keep an eye two on years them. ago from now, we're going to be talking about this dude as a first first round pick because yeah. Skaronski absolutely has the merits to be a top thirty two pick. Be, but because there's some teams that'll view him as a guard and some that'll view him as a tackle, I think that actually helps him in this case to be drafted be in in the first round of these mock drafts because he's going to have a landing spot for everybody. Like if you were projecting him at tackle. Minnesota mm-hmm. probably wouldn't draft him with Darisol and what they have in Brian O'Neill. Kyle, I'm back home with my Sonos Ray soundbar sitting in the other room. It's phenomenal. The best soundbar that you can get. Play music through it. Podcast, Draft Dudes. There's Draft Good Players podcast recently dropped. A lot of good stuff, TDN Daily. There's so much that you can you can consume on that, of course, video games, movies, football games. It's all there for you in a very simple to hook up soundbar. You just plug it in. You can even use your own remote. You have the Sonos app that puts you in the center of all the control, the booming bass, the crystal clear sound. Check it out. Visit Sonos.com to shop for the Ray now. Hey, Chris. Hey, Kyle. How much did you panic just now when I took a sip of that water bottle? I, I saw you... Pa- no, wasn't panic whatsoever. I was just thinking, man, my friend knows that this is all on video, right? And everyone's going to see him do that. And then I thought, well, you've been doing this long enough, you know. So whatever, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I mean, it's it's for it's going to be the thumbnail for the show today, but that's fine. <laughs> Great, oh, I didn't gotta see stay it. hydrated. So Joe, you're um, doing the read, and he took his he took his Gatorade bottle and he's squirting the water like in his. Oh no, you didn't. You gave yeah. it like the you went from distance. Yeah, I yeah, went from out here. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, just, <laughs> yeah. Were you were you willing to live with? The re- like if it didn't work out, what I've been doing water- this long enough. Yeah, what's the, how's I, it not going to work out? You had there was zero confidence lacking in doing that. I would have been very concerned, then I therefore I wouldn't have done it. Wow! Imagine not get- imagine not watching the uh, video version of Drafted. Imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to make sure everybody is engaged in in not just the podcast but also the YouTube channel somehow. I will say there was a comment <laughs> on a show last week. Somebody was like, oh, no. "I very rarely watch the video version, but it was worth it for." And I forget what it was. I think we were doing something just we the three of us were just being goofballs. But somebody was like, "I guys never, being dudes." We were guys being dudes, and yeah, and yeah. they were like, "I never watched the video version, but it was worth it just for, just for this." So yeah, we, we but, have fun here on the YouTube channel as well as the podcast. So we give you we at least one enjoy- moment per show. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, let's see if we can find a moment here. Joe, what are, what are the picks? We're scrolling through here. Obviously, if you want to see the full mock, you got to go to thedraftnetwork.com, our favorite I, website. 
I have one that I'd like to talk about just from a Please, positional Chris. perspective. I, I, I think between now and the end of time, or at least until the 2023 NFL draft uh, commences. Way to give yourself a big strike sound. Now to the end of time. I like that. You, we're just going to be right about it. We're just going to mock a corner to the Arizona Cardinals, and I'm okay with that being the principle moving forward. Like, I'm just comfortable. No, they need every, every time, yeah. just put whatever corner. doesn't matter. Best corner available, put them in that spot wherever they pick. Pittsburgh too, right? Like I feel like that's just an easy corner spot for me as well, uh, especially how they play defense. Like there's yeah, going like, to be good options. What are you going to give them? A, a, like an offensive tackle? Like right? There's only so many spots for that now. Definitely don't give them a wide receiver because they'll just pick one on day three and it'll be the best wide receiver in the history yeah, of the NFL. Yeah. Since that yeah. happens every time they draft a guy, rinse, lather, and repeat. Yeah, right. Steelers do that. How about the pick that really intrigued me? And like, I just, I'm going to go back to eight o'clock this morning when I read this mock draft and just like those like oomph moments where you kind of go through. One of those for me was at number 30, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This Michael, can't happen. Michael Mayer, tight end Notre Dame. I mean, I, I know Tom Brady's probably only got about five to 10 more years left in the league, but my goodness, pairing him with a guy like Michael Mayer, who's just, he's such a, a savvy football player with how he can get open, find zones catch the football, super competitive. He's like a dude, a, a pure alpha on the field. And slotting him to to any team, like if you need a tight end, you're going to be really excited about getting your hands on Michael Mayer this year. Tom's not under contract next year, by the way. Well, I'm easy I'm over there. Continue. Don't, don't tamper over there. Be careful there. Mr. There's Krabs, no okay? tampering to be had. I'm just observing that we're, we're okay. talking about the, the pairing of Tom Brady and Michael Mayer, and I don't know that – and that's, that's why my analysis went to the it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter like this is going to be an asset to an NFL offense Michael Mayer I, I, that that he, would definitively give the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a top blank tight end room mm. in the NFL because they drafted Kate Otten and Kokeife this year they still have well, Cameron Brait or yeah is Brait an expiring contract I don't know off the top but and then Mayer. You want to do some 12, man. You're going to be in good shape. Like, just think about that long. Just, it's just Mare and Cotton, right? Or Kate. <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, Joe's got to knock the rust off. Bold good strategy, evening. Cotton. Joe, I know, I, I know you only did two shows last week, but my goodness. Uh, uh, the rust. Um, Cameron Brate uh, is under contract through the 2023 season and then has two void years on his deal for 24 mm. and 25. Mm, the old void years. Uh, I have another one for us here if if we're interested in storylines. Yeah. Can I we am. talk about the Philadelphia Eagles with their two picks going B. John Robinson at 13 and then at 20 going with their with their pick, the pick that they actually have, meaning this is where they would finish in the standings according to the Super Bowl odds. They're just gonna go out and take CJ Stroud at quarterback. That is a philosophical choice that occurs there from one Keith Sanchez. That that is a dynamic addition to the offense, and we'll we'll see what Jalen Hurts is able to produce this year. And Miles Sanders has been up and down, and hasn't necessarily been able to, to wrestle the full workload there. So I understand why Bijan Robinson is the pick. But if you think about that offensive line with that skill group and pass catchers with Bijan Robinson, you want to talk about setting a guy up for success? The next guy who's coming in being C.J. Stroud. Holy cow! That guy's going to be ready to hit the ground running between. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Dallas Goder and B. John Robinson in the backfield. and uh, You got Mike Tollett left tackle and you got Landon Dickerson and you just drafted Cam Jurgens in the second round and you got Lane Johnson. 
What a dream scenario that is for a quarterback to be landing into. How does this pick at 21 make you guys feel? Dallas Cowboys, Quentin Johnson, wide receiver TCU. I don't hate the value, but I felt a little bit weird seeing a receiver to Dallas. Well, you got CeeDee Lamb. You got Michael Gallup coming mm-hmm. back off of injury. You got Jalen Tolbert as a third round pick. I'd say this. If you're head over heels for Quentin Johnson, I don't think Jalen Tolbert should prevent you from drafting him, right? Of course not. I guess if you were to look at the alternatives, I'd maybe like to have seen what was on the board at linebacker. And obviously we had Toto and Noah Sewell come off the board in the first round of this mock. Mm-hmm. Um, what about D-line? Am I the only one concerned about this Dallas D-line? No. You're not? I mean, I just, I, they got a lot oh. of guys. Ne- I, I like Odigizua. I like Neville Gallimore. I like Sam Williams. I like John Ridgway. But, like, what do you actually know you have right now? You have Dorrance Armstrong is your starter opposite of D-Law right now at defensive end. I know Fowler's there, but, like, what do you what do you actually have of quality here? So are you drafting an interior guy or are you drafting a edge guy? If the board falls this way. Isaiah Foskey was 29th. He was on the board Mm. for you to take. Mm. I can see it. Is there any team that would run their card in faster than the Bengals with Cam Smith at 23 to replace Eli Apple? Oh, what a pick that is. What a pick that is, especially because the way he plays the run and tackles. I mean, obviously, he's gonna he's a good coverage corner. He's got ball skills. But in addition to being a, a really strong tackler in that division, division. I think yeah. Cam Taylor Britt, man, as well. They have Awuzie, Mike Hilton. That'd be the best like tackling cornerback Owen, situation. Owen Dax Hill, who can play corner, too. Bro. <laughs> the tackling ability of that secondary would be unreal. Got to manifest this. Did Was Keith trying to like poke you here with this Dolphins pick or what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I've necessarily... I, we, we haven't had the full dive conversation in regards to to running back Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Um, but I, I like Jameer Gibbs, but I do not think he is remotely close to having the resume of a first-round player at the position at this point in time. I would have... you. Could have gone with um, one Jalen Duncan here. I'd probably been pretty happy. Ooh, be a good spot for him. Yeah. Although we'll see, uh, Austin, Austin Jackson did play well in the preseason game across 13 snaps against Tampa Bay this weekend. Wow. Well, it's, seems, that's all we need. We're good. There, seem, there <laughs> seems to be some level of optimism that actually having competent coaching might really? help a toolsy player. Uh, to live up to somewhere remotely close to the ballpark of like above average play as compared to uh, first year offensive line coach and a three year college coach being your play caller for the first month of the season last year. So who knew? Chris, how does this Jets pick make you feel? An offensive tackle, Paris Johnson. You, I mean, is this is this under the assumption that fake walks and. I, I I would not be surprised if because they asked George Fant to go back to right tackle that a contract extension is not worked out before week one uh, of the regular season. There as is. sort of a wait, that's a signal to you. 
to, to me, they've they've wanted to lock up Fant for a while. And I think if they're going to bring in Dwayne Brown under a two-year deal and they're going to ask George to go back to right tackle, I think they're going to be like, hey, man, thanks for doing all this for us. We like you. We want to keep you here. We're going to give you a, a deal. And that's what I think is going to end up happening. And so I think feels they're like, going to... That feels kind of like a stretch comment to me, Chris. I would disagree with Chris Ooh. as well. I oh. would disagree with Chris <laughs> as well. Sorry. I was going to say, okay, what, now what I'm going to be on an island what, here. What are your odds are that George Fan is not happy about this arrangement? Uh, what, what do you mean? Not that he's not happy, but like they've moved him around a bunch. He was right tackle, and then when Beckton got hurt last year, they moved him over to the left, and then he finally had a good year, and this and has he, been a project. Right, and then he played well and has been trying to get a contract done, but wants to get compensated, and now they're going to put him back at the less value position. Right, and if the Jets like him as much as I think they do, I think they work out the deal now to be able to say, hey, buddy, we're going to take care of you because we view you in the at least immediate term plans. And so I think they're going to go into next year with Brown under contract, Fant under contract, and then they're just going to wait to see if Makai can come back and be healthy. That's a lot of money for three tackles. Because Brown, Brown... Or yeah, Dwayne's getting eleven per, right? Is that all? How much of that's guaranteed? Do we know? It's two, it's two years, twelve. Uh, I don't know if we have the official breakdown of how Joe Doug, because Joe Douglas is very smart when it comes to this stuff. He he works these contracts very well to structure them in a very uh, important way. Uh, I don't have the Dwayne Brown contract is not currently available to us, so we don't know Damn exactly you. how it's been, been set up you. yet. Okay. Any parting thoughts here? So we get ready to get out of here. Brian Brzee to the uh, Patriots at twelve like that a lot Eli Ricks read the mock draft I won't spoil a pick check where you oh. went I think that's a perfect fit and Henry Toto I like that fit mm. a lot another really strong one that was yeah. another one that made me say yeah. wow yep that works yep so won't spoil it gotta go check it out for yourselves Kyle Krabs Joe Marino Chris Schubert the draft dudes podcast we will be back again tomorrow thanks for checking out the podcast thanks for checking out the YouTube channel Make it a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk with you all again tomorrow. Thanks as well to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com. Or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.